Hey, you. Thank you for joining me for episode number 79 of Better Regulate Than Never. We are in our spring break right now, and I am enjoying so many things. I am visiting family and friends that I don't see very often, getting my nails done, my hair done. And this is so ridiculous. And I almost feel crazy saying it, but it takes five hours to get my hair done. (laughs) And I, there's a lot of, I only have it done every three months, but, um, and it's just because, well, for one, my hairdresser is so amazing and they like do it to perfection, (laughs) which, you know, makes, takes extra time. But, um, my hairdresser calls it therapy and it's like, you know, it is like therapy because we talk about everything in the world and it's such self-care for me. I love getting my hair done because there's a lot of wait time in me getting my hair done because I have it colored, uh, two different colors. So it looks natural and, um, and it, and then she of course cuts it and styles it and does all the things. Um, but we just like drink coffee during the wait times and just spend time just, it's so fun. And we think about things in the same way. And so I just, it's really relaxing and I enjoy it. And I know that not all of you have spring break the same time that I do. Uh, So yours might be later, but I hope whenever it is, or if it's now that you are having fun and you're doing relaxing things. My topic today is one that I had on my list before I even started this podcast. And I even looked back through my episodes because I thought, I am sure I already talked about this, but I don't think I have. Or maybe it's kind of tucked into another episode. And so I really wanted to um, talk about this for sure. And this concept is really has been a game changer for me. I want to explain what decision fatigue is. This is the idea that after making many decisions in a day, your ability to make good decisions becomes much worse. And I would argue your ability to make decisions stops. If you think about how to make decisions, how you make decisions at the end of the day, I think you would, you could give me some examples of poor decisions made just because your brain was tired of making decisions. I think some jobs require more decision making and some jobs have more important decisions to make. For instance, a doctor has a lot of life and death decisions to make. My job doesn't really require too many of those. And some jobs don't really require very many at all. Not that they don't require decisions, but life and death ones. I didn't realize the science behind this, but making decisions requires protein in our brains. I tried to find the exact science to tell you, but I can't find the study. I just know I've heard this before, and I don't even know if it's protein, but there's something that your brain needs in it that helps you make good decisions. But I'm just going to say protein so that this, because this concept is, is um, helpful and important. I just don't know for sure what it is. So we're going to just say protein. So we need protein in our brains to make decisions. Every morning we have a certain amount of it. And as we make decisions through the day, it gets depleted with each decision. By the end of the day, we don't have very much left or we might not have any at all. And each night it gets replenished and then we can start the day fresh the next day. 
I have seen students that have made so many decisions that they couldn't even decide to go to the next class or begin to understand how they would even organize their day. This is a real phenomenon, and it happens with adults. It happens with any humans. And you probably can think of many examples of when this has happened to you. I want to give you some ways to avoid having so much decision fatigue. It has helped me so much, and I wish I would have known this a long time ago. Making decisions ahead of time helps this so much. So here's some examples from my own life. On Sunday, I pick out the five outfits that I'm going to wear to work Monday through Friday. I sometimes look at the weather forecast because as I've talked about in recent episodes about how crazy our weather is here um, part of the time, like it can be 70 or even I think last week, one day it was 80 and now like the next day it's 20. I mean, it's just, it's so crazy. So I look at the weather forecast to see, you know, what's going on weather wise, if it's going to snow, if it's cold, if it's hot, if it's whatever. And then I also think about what I'm going to be doing at school each day. So if I'm going to be in a classroom, or I'm going to have to walk around the school a lot, like when I have new students, sometimes I give them a tour. And if I know that I'm going to have to walk around a lot, I think, okay, well, I need to wear comfortable shoes. And if I need to wear comfortable shoes, that changes what outfit I'm going to wear. And I know that sounds so crazy. I love clothes though. And I love fashion and, um, but anyone who knows about clothing and fashion knows that, well, even this is like such a simple example. Like I have some slacks that are really long and I have some that are just like they're, um, ankle length or whatever. And so there's certain shoes I would wear with ankle length slacks. And there's certain shoes I would wear with long slacks because they would need to have like a heel. And so if I'm wearing heels, I don't want to walk around the school or be in the classroom. And so, you know, this is way more information that you want, but that's how I decide. So I get all that done. And I sometimes I'll like when I go in my closet on that day and it's time to wear that occasionally I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I want to wear that. And so I might switch to the next day's outfit or whatever, but mostly what I'm going to wear that day takes no decision-making power because I already decided it ahead of time. I just go to the closet, grab the thing, put it on. There's no thinking involved. So my protein's not being used up for that activity. I also eat the same thing for lunch every day with very few exceptions. So every morning I don't have to think about, because I make my lunch and take it to work. And I, I don't have to think about, oh, what will I take today? Or, you know, and rummaging around and, and using brain power and protein in my brain to think about what I'm going to eat. I eat the same thing every day. So I just get it out. I practically could do it in my sleep. So there's no decision making or protein depletion going on for that. My dinner is really the very same thing. Also, I buy bagged salads and I buy them, you know, once a week and they're just in my refrigerator ready to go. So that's my vegetable. I do sometimes eat frozen vegetables, but they're also in the freezer, in my drawer, ready to go. I don't ever have to wonder if they're there because every week we get groceries. I buy the same things. It's always there. 
and I love meat. My husband grills up pork and beef and bratwurst and all sorts of things in bulk. And then I just put all that in the freezer. And so when it's dinner time, I thought out a piece of meat, I make a salad. It's my supper. I don't think about it. I don't wonder what it's going to be. It's always the same. And that's the way I like it to be. I also plan my time every day. So I know what happens. I know when I get up every day. I know when I go to bed. I know what time it is to start getting ready. I know what time I'm going to make my lunch and get ready to go to work. I know how much time I'm going to be at work. I know what I'm going to do when I come home. So there's not a lot of decision-making about minor everyday things. I have a routine. I follow it. I do what I plan to do. I just, there's no wasting time and brain energy. Now my job requires a lot of decision-making and it's at a moment's notice because when I I have all these plans, but my job is not planned because in mental health and school counseling, you have no idea what each day is going to bring. And I also love that. I love my routine and I also love the who knows what's going to happen today. And I have plans for what I need to spend my time on if there's not other things that will be happening. But in a moment's notice, people are brought to me or come to me and my whole day could be changed based on what's going on. And I need my brain power and my decision-making power to make decisions for students or what I'm going to do to help them get mental health resources, or how am I going to help this parent on the phone who feels so frustrated, or how am I going to help my client after school deal with anxiety? Those decisions are important, and I can't make those ahead of time, but I need my brain power in order to do them. So when you think about you know, your day and how a lot of it is energy being spent by your brain trying to make all these decisions, even about dumb things like what am I going to wear? Or how am I going to get to school today? Or what time am I going to go to bed tonight? Or, you know, whatever, you don't have to have your brain getting overwhelmed with all of those minutiae everyday things. You just do um, having a schedule and a routine and a calendar that helps you move through the day and picking out your clothes ahead of time, even having things laid out. I think I've talked about that before, like, you know, have a place by your door as you're getting ready to go to the bus or getting ready to get in the car of, you know, there's my book bag and it has all the things that I need to take to school. It's all right there. I'm not going to forget it. It's laying out, whatever. I even did, there's a couple of episodes, if you haven't listened to them already, about routines and calendaring, and I think they're right next to each other. And so you can go back to those episodes and hear more about having routines and (laughs) calendaring your routines. Some decisions we put off, like, should I take that job? Or what college should I go to? Or what career path should I go on? Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't think about these kinds of decisions, but we usually spend too much time and mind drama about these things because we think there is a right or a wrong decision. Whatever we decide will be right. If we choose one college and after we are there, we don't like it, we choose to go to a different college. Or if we take a job and then later we don't think it's a good fit, we choose to take a different job. If you choose to be a nurse and then you really don't like it, we choose to do something different. Sometimes these choices open up new and different opportunities we never considered or we didn't even know about. You can't know if you like something unless you do it. 
staying in turmoil in your brain about should I or shouldn't I wastes a lot of time, and it doesn't help you learn anything new to help for the next decision. What if you love it? And what if it's the best thing you ever decided? You won't know if you don't decide. You will be in overwhelm whether you make a decision or not. So just decide. One client I had was deciding if she should go into general medicine or psychology. She had many reasons for and against both. So I just asked her if there was no way to make the wrong decision, which would you, would you choose? And she said, psychology. And I said, okay, that is your decision. You can no longer wonder about it. Your decision is made and you now just go about everything you need to do to study psychology. It was such a relief to finally decide, and yet we stay in suffering, going back and forth, worrying we might be making a bad decision. If she decides that psychology isn't what she wanted, she will have more opportunities to make a different decision. So simple. Some people don't make decisions because if they decide to do something, now they have to do the work to do what it takes to make that happen. If we don't decide, then our brain thinks that that is easier because we don't have to start doing work. This is what happens when we have dreams, but then we feel unfulfilled because we don't go after those dreams. We say we are, we're confused or that we're being cautious, but really we are just delaying doing the work. Don't make your decision so drawn out. That is exhausting. When you make a decision, tell all the, take all the other decisions off the table. They're gone. Just focus on that decision. I know this is hard, but I promise when you don't see a right or a wrong decision, it makes it easier. You can always change your mind. You are going to be uncomfortable either way. So you might as well be uncomfortable moving forward toward making your dreams a reality. If you're going to be uncomfortable either either way, what do you have to lose? Try this. It will free up so much room in your brain to make even more decisions that are important. You will be on your way to creating the life that you want. This year, I spent several months making a big decision. It was definitely a decision I needed to spend some time on. This It's a complete life change. And I, I did want to think a little bit back and forth. But I think I spent too much time going back and forth because my brain wanted to offer to me that there are right or wrong decisions. But then I really thought about this and I decided there are no right or wrong decisions here. I made the decision to become a life coach full time. I will not be a school counselor anymore after the school year. My brain wanted to tell me, you know, that there was right or wrong, but deciding that becoming a life coach full-time is the right decision. I can help many more young people than I ever did by doing this. There is no downside to this decision. This decision actually opens up many more opportunities, and I am open to things that I don't even know about yet. There is no limit to what I can do. A few years ago, I would not have been able to make this life decision so easily because I would, was not working with a life coach then. And I was not doing thought work. When I say that life coaching has changed my life, I am so serious about that. I am a different person who is strong, confident, and believes in herself. You can change your life too. I would love to talk to you about how to get started. 
check out my website or social media to see how to contact me. Sometimes it takes another person looking at your life with you to show you where your thoughts might be getting in the way. Once we pinpoint those, those, I can help you do the work to changing your thought, which will make you feel better, which will create actions and results for an amazing life. I hope to hear from you soon. Talk to you soon.